All right, Robbie, we are back, and um, I had to uh, rebuild the studio because, as mentioned last week, uh, we hosted my wife's family and the only room big enough to fit everyone. <laughs> and it isn't that family is all that big. They, they're a lot bigger than my side of the family, but the only room big enough to fit all of them because we live in this very tiny house is the basement studio here, yeah. the little man cave area. So I had to tear the entire basement studio down, all of the uh, mics, the board, the computer, all that had to go away. Mm -hmm. And then I had to set it back up this afternoon before we recorded. And when you set up a studio, especially when you have most of this equipment <laughs> is over a decade old at yeah. this point. And when you have equipment this old, whenever you set, uh, set up and tear down and then set back up again, mm -hmm. that set up again... I'm just waiting for something not to work. <laughs> well, even with the cords, right? I yeah. mean, even the jiggling and unconnecting and reconnecting and the possible droppage, there's yeah. always possibility. Electronics are finicky. Yeah, they're very, it's, yes, very, very, and especially, like I said, the board is what I'm most worried about because we can kind of make do yeah. with everything else. Mm -hmm. When the board goes, Yep. That, that is that is when we are nobody's going to, getting paid. That is when we are specifically <laughs> going to have some problems. Yeah. Yeah. That is when the uh, that's when the problems will begin because that is something we will have to replace. This show's going to come um, via um, like phonograph. You're going to have to sit outside my window. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to just yell out the yeah. window. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It'll be a good time. We're going to get those uh, like cup phones out the yeah. <laughs> out just the a lot of yeah. string everywhere over Berks County. Well. At least ten. Six, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six will go out of the house. Yeah. I listen, my wife listens, and then, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah I'll just tell my parents about it. Yeah, they just doing a recap. Yeah, we'll just do a, a text a recap. A quick 20-minute recap <laughs> yeah. of the show. I'll send you a transcript. Robbie and I ate and drank crap, the end. Yes, we, we tried to be funny. We failed. Yes. yes. And Clingers is a sponsor. Clingers is a sponsor. Speaking of Clingers, uh, great news. We've been talking about this and talking about this because we knew it was going to happen eventually. Clingers of Fleetwood getting ready to open back up. Let's hear it for Clingers of Fleetwood. Now that the construction is done there, uh, they're going to be opening back up and mark your calendars on Thursday, December 6th. So there this coming Thursday, Clingers will be open and ready for business once again out there in Fleetwood. And they've been uh, putting a lot of preview pictures up on their Facebook page. I tell you people every week, like their Facebook pages. Got you definitely stuff. need to do this. Uh, Robbie pointed out the beer list that they put up there. They have all kinds of great new uh, drafts that they're going to have for you to try there from Funk Brewing Company, which is fantastic. You got Trogues, of course. Everyone loves that. Saucony Creek right out there in Kutztown. Neshaminy Creek, which I like a whole lot. Then a couple that I haven't heard of, like Henniker Brewing Company, Sir Charles Hard Cider. Mm. All that stuff is going to be on draft there. So make sure you get out there but i'll tell you what got my attention they put a picture of uh one of their uh, sandwich fries type deals right mm -hmm. and the fries and i'm a big fan of these julie doesn't like them i'm a huge fan steak fries if they're done well yeah they are fantastic yeah they can be done not well but so can anything that's exactly right when they're done well and i have all the confidence in the world mm -hmm. that the good folks at clingers will do it well i'm a huge fan of um Steak fries. And then is it is it pronounced focaccia? Focaccia? F-O-C-A-C-C-I-A? I don't know. A type of roll. It's a fancy roll. Oh, focaccia. And they are making cheesesteaks, Philly cheesesteaks, served oh. on that. Look at that. Oh, that's focaccia. What I, focaccia. Focaccia. That's focaccia? what I moaned at yeah. when you said, what is that? And I said, I'll tell you on the show. That looks good. Doesn't that look great? That looks good. Making me hungry. I'm a little upset I'm going to be out of town for that. I would have go to their opening, but I'll be out of town next week. All right. Well, well, well maybe we'll have to... We'll have to make a pilgrimage at some yeah. point. Yeah, definitely. Because well, I haven't been to Fleetwood location probably... I we I mean you haven't been there since it closed for sure. Yeah, definitely since about a year I guess. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's now been a while. We you know the 183 location on the at the airport. The airport. They know the you. Closest. They know yeah. us. They know who I am. Well, that's our. That's my go-to. Um, when I walk in, trumpets play. Oh wait, that's just the TV. It comes out of your phone. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I play it. They still play. <laughs> that's not what we were talking about. But yeah, Clingers of Carsonia, Clingers at the airport, and finally Clingers of Fleetwood opening back up. All three locations ready for you starting this Thursday. Like them on Facebook. Check out all the cool stuff they're going to have at the new location. Check out Clingers on Carsonia's Facebook. Check out Clingers at the airport's Facebook. And of course, go to ClingersPubs.com for all the hours of operation, menus, all that fantastic stuff. Big thanks to Clingers.com, Clingers Pub. Com, excuse me for being the proud sponsor of the 222 podcast. Robbie, how are you? Good. Good? 
Good. Good. Uh, we have to try a beer here. It's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. Uh, from my uh, brother-in-law, Alex. Damn it! He <laughs> dropped off from Lancaster Brewing Company their Shoe Fly Pie Porter. Oh! Bringing to mind the flavor of homemade Pennsylvania Dutch Shoe Fly Pie, we brewed our porter with pure Lancaster County molasses and a colorful array of toasty malts. We then add pure vanilla for flavor that's both smooth and uniquely complex. Mm. So here you go. See, I'm a fan of the shoe fly pie. Oh, I like me some shoe fly pie. Are you a wet bottom or uh, is it dry bottom? Which... Uh, I, I didn't know there was a difference. The wet bottom is obviously, I think, it has the gooey stuff on the Oh, bottom. I like the gooey stuff. As do I. I whatever Wixon's Bakery was, remember the, that like that's a local, they had some good shoe fly pie. I like me some good shoe fly pie. All right. And I like me some porter. Dive in there. Oh, that smells nice. It does smell nice. Can I have a paper towel there to of wipe course. off the can so it doesn't make of drippies? Of course. We don't our drip. we our don't studio drip. is so clean. It smells fantastic down here. <laughs> it's after the last uh after the last um uh poker night we had, yeah. this entire room just smelled like dude. I know. I walked in and it was like Italian ho- like like sweaty men that were wearing Italian hoagies. <laughs> like I wa- I walked like out a- and went to the bathroom and was like Man. Instead of deodorant, we used Italian hoagies. Yeah, that's a musk. Yeah, it was not good. It's a, not a pleasant musk. And you couldn't smell it when you were in it. You had to go out and yeah. reset your nose yeah. and then walk back when in. you walked in, I was like, yeah. whoa. Because after you guys all left, I was cleaning up, and I walked back in. I think I texted you. Yeah. Holy jeez. Yeah, it was like Guido Central down here. You know what I mean? All right, what do you like there? Mm. Um, ooh, that's nice. I thought it would be so- ah. It's not overly sweet. It's good. Weird on the back end, though. What does that taste in the back end? Like a little tinny. Wonder if it's mixing with my soda. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get anything tinny. I got that, to me. That's just the porter aftertaste, okay. the kind of dark beer aftertaste. Yeah, I yeah. like it. And it's not again. I I like that they're making these not heavy. Like they're dark yeah. beers, but they're not they're sitting drinkable. in your stomach like weigh you down heavy. Yeah. No, I mean I like that. Um, but this is this is very good. I thought it would be sweeter. It smells sweeter than it tastes, which I actually appreciate that it's not too sweet. But very good. It's very good. I would give it, uh, and I'm not a porter or um, stout kind of guy, but I would give it a solid three and a half. I agree. I was going to say a three and a half. Yeah. I would like a little um, graham cracker crumble, though, on top. Ooh. You, you ever have those? Do you want to just dip graham cracker yeah, in it? <laughs> Do you ever have what I forget what, there's one beer that I've had a couple times out, and it's like a porter, and they dip the glass in like Ooh. like molasses and then brown sugar. I've never had that. Julie's had beers like that. And though. that's oh, th- something about that. Mm. You like the whole experience? Oh, I do love you? it. It's fancy. It's a little like one of those little sniffer glasses. You know, you like put it between your your, your fingers and you're all like, oh, do not pants go. You know, <laughs> you wear a monocle and a yeah, top hat. That's, that's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we like it. Thank you so much, Alex. Yes. Thanks, uh, Alex. Next week uh, we have another gift. From our buddy Greg, who used to live in Colorado. Okay. Uh, this is not something he brewed, but a Belgian, since he knows Ooh, how much we like Belgians. Awesome. Uh, we will try a Belgian. I try to keep it to one listener-submitted drink a week. Normally, we don't get more than no, one. No, yeah. Uh, this is a week we doubled up. So giving Greg a break, we'll get to Greg's beer next week. And after I, I have my, um, my t- they call it a summit, a yes. team summit. I, um, I got an email from a coworker who lives in um, Alabama. Okay. And roll tide. Yes, roll tide. And she sent me an email. She's I like, care she's like, surprise was the subject. Ooh. And I opened up. She's like, I have a great snack for your show. Oh, so did gonna, you know she listened? Uh, I know I didn't. Oh, so it's go. pleasant. So I'm, I'm going to see her next week. All right. So it'll be two weeks, I guess. We'll um, we'll be have, driving a snack from Alabama. Looking forward to that. Yeah. So we'll have a snack and a drink uh, from a listeners coming up here on the 222 podcast. Lots to do. Lots to get into. Thanks for joining us once again here on ReadyNeagle.com/slash/222. This flipping iPad. <laughs> I mean, really. It was such a good segue. Oh, that's what I... <laughs> is the board dead? Or is no, it not plugged in? I didn't plug it in properly. <laughs> this is what happens when you have family. Nothing good comes from family. Yuck it up, buddy. <laughs> this, is all, this will not be a <laughs> Quiet on set. All right, flight directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Inco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Fido. Go flight. Ava. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time.
This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 128 of the 222 podcast right here on reddeneagle.com slash 222. You'll also find us on your Apple podcast app. What's that, Mike? Well, simple. It's just the podcast app there on your iPhone. <laughs> Couldn't be any easier. It's right there. Right every, there. Almost all of us have iPhones, and it's it's standard. So mm-hmm. just click on that, and then at the bottom, there'll be a thing called search. You mm. go to search, and then type in either 222 with, and by then it should come up, yeah. or if you just type in Mike Keller, ah. whatever you can remember, yeah. it will pop up, there because I'm the publisher. If yes. you type in Robbie, you're going to get a bunch of Robbies. I'm just telling you yeah. the most direct way to get there. And you don't want to see the other stuff that's on the internet about me. No. <laughs> so My you, goodness. You can also find it on Podbean. We're on the TuneIn app now, which is the same app that you will find uh, the uh, WEEU Morning Show, Feedback, Good Afternoon Burst Country, Penn State Sports, all wow. that fantastic stuff WEEU has to offer, as well as the Reading Eagle app. And also, if they'd like, they could reach out and touch us, Robbie. Many different ways to get a hold of the show. Holy jeez, many ways. On Facebook. Shock jock. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. On Twitter, at Mike and Robbie. And if you want to do the old-fashioned email. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pony Express. Oh, that too. 222MNR at gmail.com. Pony <laughs> Express. Yeah. Just get on a horseback. Yeah. If he's going to come to us, though, it'd be disappointing. So it'd be in one of those mini ponies. <laughs> just take forever to get here. Forever. Yeah. It wouldn't be a giant steed. No. It would just be a something someone stole from a carousel. Yeah, we can't afford no steed. <laughs> Carried it over <laughs> here. Uh, thanks so much for uh, hanging out with us here for an hour each and every week. And as we uh, tell you, you know, it would be fantastic if you shared it. Up on your Facebook, up on your Twitter, tell a friend, grab their phone, subscribe them. Uh, it makes all the difference. And if you can go on iTunes and leave us a little review, seriously, won't take you more than a couple minutes. You're already on the app listening to the show, most of you. So yep. get on there and uh, give us a little review, four, a half, five stars, something along those lines, and let us know what you think of the show. We would really appreciate it. It takes just seconds from your life and means the absolute world to us. We are back for another fun show. And uh, during the little intro there, I got up because I wanted to uh, keep the Shoofly Pie Porter cold because Julie wants to try it. She's yeah. a big fan of the dark beers. And Robbie just goes, you having a bad day? Because <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear about my back. But any And again, I didn't do much today. I yeah. came home from work, laid down because it was Wednesday, and uh, <laughs> took a uh, hour or so nap and came down here because I was awoken. I had set an alarm because we we're going to start the show at 530. Uh, I had come down here. I was going to set an alarm for 4 o'clock in case I slept that long. Um, to come down here and start setting up the studio mm-hmm. because, as I said, we tore it down for my uh, wife's uh, family's Thanksgiving here at the uh, Keller household. And I didn't need an alarm because my daughter came home oh. from school. And normally she's very quiet. Mm-hmm. But for some reason today, she wanted to use Alexa, mm-hmm. the little uh, Amazon uh, dot Echo thingy. Dot thingy mm-hmm. that we got. And have you ever seen like an older person? And I don't mean this in a bad way. <laughs> it's just a fact that some people over a certain age, and there's some younger people as well, but you know, stereotypically, and there's stereotypes for a reason, uh, older folks will have trouble with technology. Yes, it's normal. Yes. Well, for a long time, my mom was yelling at the Alexa dot. We got her and calling it Alexis. <laughs> and was and it she like- was so mad at the thing. She goes, I, I don't know what the come over, I don't know what the problem is, but Alexis won't talk to me. <laughs> it's Alexa. That's awesome. It's Alexa. That's awesome. Mom. So we figured that out. Doug! Doug! <laughs> Francis! Play my music, Doug! It's not working, Mikey. Donatello! Michelangelo! Mikey. Leonardo! Mikey. Raphael! Mikey, I don't get why it's not working. Splinter? <laughs> Shredder? Anybody <laughs> from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle universe. <sighs> so Elena comes home. And uh, she had a long day at school, you know, second day back from Thanksgiving break. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's just, she's done. Yeah. Wants to hear some music, and she'd push the coffee table out of the way she was going to dance. You know, she feels free. Yeah. Dances her. <laughs> dancing in the wind. Dance, dance is how she expresses herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, whatever she wants to do, but I wake up, and I hear, and this is what I hear coming oh. from downstairs. Yeah. Alexa, 
play Beautiful? I don't know Beautiful. Alexa, play Beautiful. <laughs> I don't know Beautiful. Alexa, play Beautiful. Thinking the more she yells. Yes. <laughs> She's just hulking up to the Alexa. And apparently, uh, you have to say who sings it. Oh, so yeah. she was looking for a certain artist. And eventually, my wife calmed her down, <laughs> took her in a corner, put a wet, a wet cold wash rag on her forehead. And settled her down enough. So we, she could finally get the uh, the Alexa thing to play the right song. And that's what woke me up. So I was down here, and I set up the studio, and uh, yeah, I had to use the bathroom. And that's just enough to uh, throw my back into it. Yeah, you, you look like you're wincing. I mean, you're like, I got to put this beer away. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was like, oh, it looks like he just got shot. And then you, uh, you had a bad back back in the day. Yes. And uh, we were reminiscing, and uh, I was living in the moment of dropping things on the floor. Yeah. It's, just, it's uh, yeah. the worst thing that could possibly happen to you. Like, you drop something, you stare at it, and you're hopeless. You're just like you're just hopeless. Like, well, guess I'm not gonna get that for an hour till Leah gets home. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't okay. really need it. Yeah. Hope nobody calls. It was my cell phone. <laughs> yeah. But then I'd use my toes, <laughs> oh. and it would just hurt. Uh, it was so cold the other day. I didn't want to take my gloves off, but someone called me. So I was trying to answer the phone with my nose, walking down Court <laughs> Street in Reading. You know those? Gl- I have those. Gl- they don't gloves, work. The cell phone gloves. They never don't work. work. No. They're junk. They've never ever lies ever worked lies. for no one. I don't know how we why we get away with buying them. I don't know why we fall for it every time, but we absolutely do. Lies. Uh, and another thing uh, was I going to say here? I don't remember. It was going to be good too. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a point on the topic of conversation that we were discussing about the about the picking up things. Yes, the picking up things. That I got a prescription. I told you for. I don't know if that was it, for the I, grabber. Dude, please tell us about that. So I. But went, you need a prescription for this thing. Yeah, because it, for insurance to pay for okay. it. Okay. Because I'm not paying no fifteen dollars for no grabber. But <laughs> I went to physical therapy and I made a joke that it was hard to pick things up. Yeah. And that they go, well, you know, we can we can get you a grabber. And I was like, a grabber. What, what's, what's, what's a grabber? I'm like, I usually that, get in trouble is, for grabbing. Is it that guy at the gym? <laughs> and they're like, no, it's a metal pole with a handle and has two like suction cups at the end that pinch. And I'm like, I'm 25. To this day, Leah still has nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> it was inappropriately used. Yes. <clears throat> Wait, uh, was? Well, pff, yeah, it still is. <laughs> it is inappropriately yeah. used. Um, and uh, so I, I, I got one of those, and let me tell you what, changed my life. <laughs> I, I stopped using my hands for a little while because <laughs> everything for everything. Like I was just trying to pick crap up to see if I could do it. Like I was like picking up a can of beer with it and trying to drink just because I could. If Robbie lost his arm in some unfortunate accident, <laughs> instead of getting like top line prosthetics he would just stick the grabber <laughs> yeah, in the just, stump yeah just yeah use my teeth <laughs> i remember this morning i got to work and i was sitting down to start the morning show and i've i have been so lazy for most of my life that i i tie shoes like once and i just slip them on oh yeah who yeah yeah because i'm if i'm not that. running in them i don't care yeah because i like them loose anyways it all works out i do that too today i uh, got to work and i looked down and my left shoe was untied oh <laughs> Did you wait for Dan to come in? <laughs> Danny, New tie first. this for me. Please tie my shoe. I think I said, oh, why not Velcro? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm about a year away from Velcro shoes. The uh, five-year-olds and the 95-year-olds are onto something. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm getting more slip-on shoes as we speak. And I love them. Because <laughs> I don't have to worry about shoelaces. And then but the problem is it's getting cold and I don't have socks on for them. Because you don't have to wear socks. That's a plus. Uh, see, I, I always wear socks. So I get those ones that you don't have to wear the socks. It's great. But it's cold out. So, like, you know, your pants, it's just it's weird in the morning. Because I take Chase to daycare and I just slip sh- stuff on. <laughs> just anything? Anything. Tops, bottoms. And, pff, they, I don't match. Them. It's, it's eight, 8 o'clock in the morning. These I don't kids match. don't care about fashion. Yeah. He's wearing sweatpants for God's sake. I'll put my good rock t shirt on later. <laughs> yeah, when I come here, when, yeah. I, when I shower and shave for Mike. In your Brahma Bull t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, we did survive my uh, wife's family coming over for Thanksgiving. A couple quick things. Uh, uh, first of all, I'm an idiot. And well, I'm used to being an idiot in front of my family, but I still try to fake it at mm. least a little bit in front yeah. of my wife's family. And quite honestly, Julie did 98% of the stuff uh, to get ready for uh, the Thanksgiving. But you got the beer. I did get That's the beer. Important. And I kind of cleaned up down here to begin with, yeah. teared the studio down, put everything away, and she was very happy with what I did down here. Then she came down and spruced it up. Fluffed it. So it was uh, presentable mm-hmm. to her family. But my uh, job on uh, the day of they were all over on that Saturday, uh, my uh, brother-in-law was bringing Brussels sprouts. Mm. 
and we were going to make them on the grill. Ooh. He had these giant uh, aluminum pans. Mm-hmm. We we're going to throw the pan on the grill. Now, I haven't used the grill in a long time, but every time I use the grill, you know, I light it up. I let it sit there for a while on high, and then I take the brush and I clean the uh, clean yeah. the, uh, the the grate on top yeah. of the grill. Well, uh, I didn't know this. <laughs> Apparently, all that stuff, all the uh, like soot and uh, Bernie offy stuff on mm-hmm. the meat, that's a technical term. I don't, understand. Yeah. I don't expect mm-hmm. you to understand yeah, it, no, yeah. uh, falls down into the grill, and apparently you're supposed to clean that out occasionally. Oh, yeah, because it, it, it keeps filling up. I had no idea. It does, where do you think it went? I, well, I just thought it added flavor. Oh. <laughs> so it was, welcome to Flavortown. That's what I thought. <laughs> because it was just down there, and I kept noticing at the end of this summer... This is like two years in. Yeah. That man, this stuff keeps catching on fire. Yeah. So I kept having to go in there, and every time I'd I'd try to grill something, it'd be like, <laughs> not, not clean it. No, I'm trying to blow it you out. Just... I'm trying to blow the flames out. <laughs> and it wouldn't work. Yeah. So uh, we haven't used it in a long time because it's been cold out, and uh, we finally had to fire it up, and it was just flames everywhere. Yeah. So my brother-in-law, uh, who is younger than me, it's Julie's younger brother, but yet he is a man. Oh, okay. And he knows how to do stuff. Yeah. And he knows what stuff you're supposed to do. Gotcha. And he knows you're supposed to apparently clean out the grill. So like an idiot, uh-huh. he had to show me what to do, <laughs> how to clean out the grill. And now everything's hot, right? Because I've already been starting the grill and we've yeah. had the fire. So I figured, well, there's nothing we can do. Because yeah. <laughs> how are you going to get that stuff's hot? How are you yeah. going to get it? That, that metal's hot. Yeah. The other metal, there's nothing you can do yeah, at this it just, point. It's all, We're just, this is over. We just can't have Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Uh, he was you know, smart enough to think of something to use to pick it up, and he put it down. Oh, and, yeah. And then I was trying to, st- it was still burning after all this. <laughs> so I reached, I put my head like almost all the way down there. I was really going to get a good blow in there. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> and all of the soot flew out. Oh, my God. And flew up onto my face and down into my shirt and pants. Oh. And then I was like, I'm dumb. All for Brussels sprouts. All for Brussels sprouts. And then he had to, we had to get a can and, and dig it out. It works much better now. Oh, good. Were the Brussels sprouts worth it? <laughs> they were good. I ate them. Uh, that was fine. I liked it a lot. Uh, but I didn't know we were supposed to uh, clean the grill. Yeah, because that's all that fat goes somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I know the gooey stuff goes down into the can that never seems to fill up. I don't understand that. I yeah. Know you never replace the can ever. It just seems no. to get to a point where it never gets any full. It's like a shampoo bottle. It never empties. I empty the can. I've never like, done that. I, and I'd say every summer. I don't do it all the time. Never done it. Never done it? <laughs> that could be a problem, too. Does that surprise you? Yeah, that's another reason you might have a little grease fire in there, because that, that okay. We'll deal with that when it comes. That's right. <laughs> I'll just throw a bunch of water on it. When I don't want to be invited to barbecues because I may die. Uh, and one other quick thing. Uh, it, it's a it's a lot to get ready for oh, a Thanksgiving like that. ridiculous. And even I was pooped. And a lot of her family got here at like 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, dinner was great. Yeah. Had a great time, played some games. Yeah. And then 5, 6 o'clock rolled around. Mm-hmm. So we're in like hour 7, hour 8 wow. of the festivities. Yeah. And they're all sitting on sofas having a good time chatting, yeah. and Julie and I, unplanned, unbeknownst to either of us, end up sitting on two folding chairs in the same vicinity of one another, and we look like we've died. <laughs> you fall asleep? No, but we're both sitting there thinking, and we talked about this afterwards, we love these people, but when are they going to get the hell out of our house? Okay, you ate, you laughed, get out. <laughs> and it wasn't that we necessarily wanted them to go, but all we could think about, and again, this was unspoken, was how much cleaning up. We had to do. Yeah, because you don't really, as hosts, yeah. I, I have a problem with this. I don't like to clean up while guests are here because I feel you're ta- like you should not be. Julie's pretty good at guests. that. Yeah. But my wife, like I'm sure Julie is, she in her mind, her neurotic, has to clean up, you know, as we're going. And I don't like yeah. that because I feel you're hosting. You should be engaged you be with in- your guests. Attentive yeah. to your guests. That's what Martha Stewart taught me. Julie, well, you guys shared a cell, so that was nice. You got those uh, yeah. insights. Uh, Julie is able to do both. She's a multitasker. <laughs> so she's very good at that. And it, But there's still other stuff you have to do, even when you kind of clean up as you go. Yeah. So, you know, it was fantastic. We survived. That's all that matters. So it was, it was good. It was good. I love Thanksgiving. I it's love Thanksgiving favorite. as well. It's great. Um, I ate too much, though. I, uh, I'm still recovering. My, um, I, it's, I may it's, never it's, recover. It's insane. Yeah. What are I, your pie rankings? <clears throat> See, I'm not a big dessert guy. I'm not either, but I love me some pie. But I do love pie, and I'd say it's... I, I'm an old-fashioned traditionalist. I love apple. Okay. That's my number one. And my number two is pecan. Pecan. That pe- pecan pie is my number one. Yes. I love pecan pie. It's fantastic. It's underrated. Julie makes homemade pecan pie. Oh, 
and she put this year for the first time ever chocolate chips oh, in the hmm. pecan pie. I'm purist. I mean, I would try it. I was against it too at yeah. first, and she made only half of it uh, that way. Yeah, and I ate on Thanksgiving and the day after, and the day after the other half, <laughs> and then uh, on thanks uh, like day four of Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, I ate the one with chocolate chips. Uh huh. Good. Fantastic. Hmm. I I just there's something about the, like the candied pecans on top. I like the gooey. The goo. I don't know what that goo is. Uh, oh, it's so good. We had we had a, a pecan pie. I also made chocolate chip cookie bowls with chocolate mousse in them. Ooh, that was a that was a big hit. You should have brought one of those over for a snack. There was none left. Oh, you could have saved one. Put I should have. I didn't eat any because I don't like it. But it was a hit. But everyone else ate it. I'm a pecan pie. I like. I I don't even. Apples, I mean, excuse me, pumpkin's okay, but <laughs> pumpkin cheesecake, much better than regular pumpkin yeah, pie. Yeah, pumpkin is not, I'd say pumpkin's maybe, I would even say like cherry. Yes. Pumpkin. Apple, cherry, pumpkin, then like blueberry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a blueberry guy. Yeah. And the rhubarb, all that weird crap. Or key lime. Oh, yeah, key, yeah, key lime. <laughs> you, had a, uh, you had a big week. I did. Or at a big day, at least. Yeah. There's a couple things you tried that you wanted to so, throw out there. Actually, it's funny that they both happened very you know, close together. Um, so this morning, I had a little child mishap. We won't get into it. He's okay. He's okay. Don't, don't think that. Don't think that. Yeah. It was just a lot of cleaning. He's sick. Put Do the math. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I needed breakfast. So I'm like, I'm going to go to McDonald's. And you couldn't make breakfast at your house. No. Because it was a biohazard it was, issue. Yeah, I, I, you needed to glove up. Yeah. The um, people who uh, came to get E.T. Yeah. at the end of the movie. In the suits, yeah, outbreak in the tunnels, yeah. yeah, that's who came into. Yeah, clean they were in the yellow house. and the mask. It was bad. <laughs> what happened in here? <laughs> Is that a McDouble? <laughs> so I, I use the McDonald's app for the first time, and you can order, but you can order curbside to McDonald's. So we're so lazy as a nation. Oh, now it's great that not only can you go get fast food, go in to get it, go through the drive-through and get it, but then now bring it to your car. Yeah. <laughs> so you can either go in and get it. You can either go through the drive-thru and give them your number and they give it, or you can go curbside. I'm like, let's try this. So you pull up to the designated space, you put your number in, and you know, and you hit enter, and all of a sudden, these people come out, knock on your window, and there's your food. I ordered it. Grimace at the, comes out. Yeah. And all this <laughs> yeah. purple glory. I ordered at the light on my app and drove there, and it was like pulled in, put put my number in, and it, it was oh, it was so cool. It was so cool. And then you used Apple Pay. At the gas station. At the gas station. So I got out, and they have, like, the Wawa's now have the little Apple Pay. Yeah. And I just went to my phone, went double-click, tapped it, started pumping gas. <laughs> I, I am just blown away. Meanwhile, my daughter pulled up and went, Alexa, <laughs> pump the gas. Didn't work. No, it didn't work. We're going to get there. <laughs> we are. That's going to be fun. There's going to be automated robots to come yeah. out and pump our gas for us. But the Apple Pay thing, I'm getting really... Really on board with this. I think I, I I always forget to use it. I always have my wallet out uh, by the time uh, I remember to use Apple Pay. And you can use your watch. Your app. See, I haven't begun this. It's so that. cool. You just so you don't. It's even easier. You just go think, and it. Do you have to make that noise? No, it does it for you. <laughs> phone actually goes. Uh, yeah. or, I've never heard that because yeah. I never used Apple. Siri pay. goes think, <laughs> think. You paid. <laughs> but. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. It's so cool. And curbside, I, listen, I'm becoming lazier by the minute, and I love every minute of it. I love it. It's so great. I thought delivery was the pinnacle. Here it's curbside. Oh, curbside fast, fast food. food. Can fast food get any faster? Yeah, curbside. Do you think someone will bring out my dollar Wendy's fries for me? Well, see, Wendy's doesn't have the app. Well, they're too high class. Yeah, they're 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 too fresh. Wendy won't drop herself down to that level. <laughs> no, she has standards. Yeah, she has standards. She's still holding out. The clown, the clown, right <laughs> out. Whatever you they want. don't care. But He's for hire. It was great, and then they had a little contest that you pop the balloon and you got a deal. So I got a uh, egg McMuffin and a coffee for, and the coffee was free. <laughs> Because I popped the balloon. So they gave you a they gave you a twenty five cent coffee for free. Well, no, it was a latte. Oh, it was an iced. Oh, of course latte. it was. <laughs> you, have, you have standards. Mm-hmm. You have your Starbucks standards to live up. Well, to. you know, when you go to you know when you're used to Starbucks, you gotta get lattes. Oh, it was so great. It was such a good. It was it was such an accomplished day. Biohazard the kitchen, it's clean. It's great. Curbside and Apple Pay at gas station. I mean, it was a monumental day. Like, top five. Since we're talking about highfalutin food, 
<laughs> I want to get into this final uh, plate thing that you talked about last week. Mm, plate uh, thing. Final plate. The TV oh, show. Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I'm like, plate thing? Final plate thing. That yeah, 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 about. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Netflix cooking show. For those who don't know, set it up for everybody real quick. So it's the new show on Netflix. It's a cooking competition where you have uh, teams of two. And they take on different nation, um, con- like so. You'll pick Mexico, and they have to cook cuisine from Mexico, and they're judged. That was and the then, first episode. That was the first episode, and then the bottom three compete. Um, they pick a secret ingredient, and it's from a famous chef in that region. And then they, then one of them gets sent home. Yeah, and they have to make a dish with that, with that, with that ingredient. ingredient. Yes, the- and it's an amazing. I mean, the production value. I mean, it, it's over the top. I, I, I want to start with the production value. Um, I. They they spent a lot on the set. Yeah. But I feel like editing-wise and production value-wise, I feel like they could have done more with all the money they spent on the set because there's times I feel like editing, it's very rushed. Well, I, like the... Like, the, they'll spend so much time on the first three uh, chefs that they hang out with. And then they rush And through. then they're like, oh, crap, it's only an hour. And yeah. they start, like, running through yeah. the next uh, But doesn't it seem nine. like it's a two-hour show? Like, it's so much packed into me. It seems like it's so long. I didn't get that. I didn't, you didn't get, get that. that? Okay. I did not enjoy it. I'm not as into the cooking shows as you. Yeah. If it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't watch it. I've watched the first two episodes yeah. now, and I've started the third one. Mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed at the uh, the third one's the UK, and they're not doing fish and chips. I know, and they I mentioned really fish and tips. I really chips. wanted that. Yeah, I know, me too. Uh, but uh, the host, we talked about the host in these shows last week. Yeah. He's fine. He's the editor at large for Bon Appetit magazine. Yeah. So he knows food. Yeah. Uh, I prefer a comedian in that role, especially when the show is as serious in nature as this one is. And he gets better. You can tell he really starts to settle in like by episode five. Well, he's not a host. No, he's not. So yeah. he gets better. At first, I was not happy, but he gets he gets better. He grows on you. Yeah, he, he doesn't bother me. Uh, I'll tell you what um, does bother me. They do have a studio audience. Mm-hmm. How do they keep them, and why do they keep them so quiet for 97% of the show? I know. You only hear them when they come out, when they come out and when the judges yeah. come out. And then at the end, when they announce stuff. That's- and they very rarely show them. No. It doesn't make. If any you're sense. going to have a crowd there, you should incorporate them in the whole show. And I'd like, I like when they go out and interview them, like you know, the crowd. Like sometimes they'll say, "Oh, what do you think of this?" You know, I think I don't know. They why have a studio audience? You could pipe in cheers. I thought, by the way, in episode one, because they didn't show them that uh, that they were in there until the end of episode one. I yep. thought it was piped in, yeah, because it sounded so uh, manufactured. Yeah, mm-hmm. they must have applause sign and quiet <laughs> signs. They must. They have because to. they're they're so eerily quiet. For ninety eight percent of the it's show, it's weird, and, and, and yeah, I, I that's one thing I don't like. You're uh, exactly right. And another thing I don't like, I've realized, and I want to then I want to get into who I believe you don't like in the uh, show, <laughs> because I I believe I know exactly who you don't like. I may not know their names, but I will show you a picture. I believe I've used them as uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, show picks okay. for episode for our last episode yeah, okay. because I know we talked about mm-hmm. it. Um, fine dining. Maybe the most pompous uh, and obnoxious, richy rich thing uh, I have ever seen in my life. None of the foods that they're making no. interest me even a little bit. No, that's no. why I think fish and chips would have been so interesting because all these folks want to do is innovate these dishes, and uh, they, I know. and then I'm and then when they plate these things. There is again. You see all these pictures, and you go to these five star restaurants or whatever they are, and you look at the pictures online. If you want to go take someone out to a special night, and you see how expensive these things are, mm-hmm. and you get zero food. Yeah, zero it's, food. It's small little portions. You're getting tiny little portions and like eight pounds of garnish. Yeah, and none of that interests me. I, I don't want a plate that is seventy four percent empty. So here's a Robbie rant. It's, it's coming. Okay, because I'm building up. I do not want to look at a piece of food and say, is it a flower or is it a steak? Don't put flowers on my food. I hate that. They're all putting these little flowers and gold little freaking foil. They wrapped gold on crickets. Yeah. For tacos. And they're like, oh, that's very innovative. How could and then they won? Yeah. They won. You're like, jackass, that's not innovative. That's disgusting. One and two, I don't want to eat a ring. I have no problems. With people in other countries eating bugs for protein. No. And again, if they want to use it in their dish, that's fine. But how about just someone make ground beef tacos? Yeah. And just make them really well. Yeah. Well, there's an episode when it comes to the United States. Okay. It's actually, and it's it's by far the best because they have them make Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. And the English, the Australian boys. Okay. They're my favorite. Okay. They make a Thanksgiving burger. Oh. 
And let me tell you. See, that is what that is stuff that interests see, me. See, and Dax Shepard was the judge for um, America, and he was like, oh my, it was like, hey, it, you know like when you get a burger and you cut into it, it has like the cheese melt out? I don't like Dax Shepard. I don't either, but I don't either. He's kind of pompous. But they have, um, like they had cranberry sauce. Inside the turkey burger. Ooh, so when you bit in, yeah, that's nice. Warm. It was it had to be warm. It was, but oh, oh, oh it looks so good. See stuff like that interests me and because that, that's something I could see myself eating at some point. I don't want to watch these shows. I, not once have I watched this show and went, "I'm hungry." Or I want to eat that. Yeah, it's very. I, I like it because I like cooking shows. But it, it to me when you and what annoys me is I texted you this earlier. The tool when they whip out tweezers. <laughs> to plate the to dishes. To plate the dishes. I'm so sick of the term plating. That annoys the effing crap out of me. Well, they made this rice dish, and to like present it, they they put in a cookie cutter first that's round. Yeah, and then mold it and molded it. Yeah, and then just sits in the middle. It's so it's so annoying to me. It's not art. It's food. I I want my food to look good. Yeah, but I, I want I to get look appetizing. It. Exactly. But when you put, exactly when you put flowers and moss yeah. on a steak or whatever, it's not appetizing. It looks stupid. A- after I say all that. I will say I found it very interesting that at the end of the second episode, the secret ingredient was octopus. Yeah. Because that's, to me, while I don't want to eat it, I've had calamari, which mm-hmm. is squid and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I don't want to eat it. To me, it's still interesting to watch him working with something like that. And that's the stuff that it's actually very good. I mean, I wouldn't eat it all the time because I don't know how to prepare it, but I've had it in the Bahamas. It's actually very good. I have no doubt it's good, but again, I... I, I, the plating of the whole thing and how it was presented, I thought it was terrible. These are the people you hate, right? Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. The youngest team in the hate, thing. Hate. Hate them. They, they, they are so... Uh, speaking of pompous, it's not. Don't, don't even put in millennials. Because I know a lot of nice millennials, but I they are too. so they're so arrogant. But they're the definition of like the the the, the bad stereotype of millennial. See, I don't, they're even past that. Ugh. To me, they're just they're just arrogant. I, people. They're my first, and the second is the guy who has the big old man glasses. He, the one one to put the crickets on. Okay. He's so annoying because he's like, art's actually, food is actually art. Yeah. And he's like painting with, with succotash. <laughs> they haven't been featured all that much in the first no. two episodes. He's annoying too. But they're, and they're all, they're all like, they get pissy when they're on the bottom too. Both times on the bottom. <laughs> the bottom they, yeah. the first two and episodes. And they're like, oh, our food, oh, I don't belong uh, here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sister, you do. And then here's what is that haircut. <laughs> so does the haircut. And if anyone's watching, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. You want to know how I, I would make this show? If I was a producer, I would make this show ultimately and infinitely more watchable making two changes. Put me on it. That's fine, too. Just, <laughs> just sitting there. Not doing anything. Oh. Just sitting there. Just sitting there. Just looking at everything. Not allowed to say anything. Just looking at it because I want to see your face turn redder and redder when you get angry. No, what I would do is, first, I would make them make regular food. Mm-hmm. Right, don't get fancy. Yeah, bring in regular people to judge it, so you don't, you know, like, so the plating isn't going to uh, impress them. Yeah. just make good regular food that people want to eat. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I wouldn't have gone out and got the top twenty-four chefs, and I would have randomly made teams. Oh, uh, okay. And then watch them try to work together. That's... That would bring a little tension and like a little drama friends. to the show. Yes, they, yeah. these people are all buddies. They've all picked their teammates. Yeah, I would have gone out and I would have put. Just people together randomly, That's and a then idea. watch them try to work together. Because in each one of these, like in any group, there is a alpha and there is a beta. There's someone <laughs> yeah. leading the way. Yeah. Now sometimes they might give way if they have an expertise. Yeah. But for the most part, there is a head chef here. Yeah. You get two head chefs together. Let's yeah. see how they work. That's that's a good idea. See. So there's one thing I got to talk about because probably want to bring this show up again, but it's disgusting. They're the the Australian guys impressed me with the Thanksgiving thing, and then they went on next week and they got a chicken. <laughs> this was horrible. But I don't know what kind of chicken it was, but it had... Was it a dead chicken? It was a dead chicken, of course. <laughs> but it had eggs that were not fertilized inside of it. Like, it wasn't an eggshell, so it was just like the yolk, and it was like veiny, and they used that in their food. I've never... I Where was, do you get that? They don't have that at Redner's. No. <laughs> Getting that at Redner's. Like, maybe Whole Foods? I don't know. I don't think Purdue is shipping yeah. that out to your grocery store. It was disgusting. Like they and they got like six chickens and they, they like extracted these like embryonic eggs. It was hard. See, I don't understand that. that and, That's the kind of stuff. And then the judge was like, <laughs> like a big gum, a gumball oh. was eating. I'm like, I'm gonna be sick. Make food that I'm we want to eat. Sick. See, I, I'm telling you, you let me give me an executive producer credit. 
and let me run. That's all the only change I would make. You can keep the host, maybe give them a comedian sidekick. Yeah. But regular folks, or not regular folks, maybe not food experts. Yeah. Or food uh, foodies like you. Yeah. You get regular celebrities if you want to get celebrities. Yeah. And they got to make food that normal people want to eat. But see, I want to be me as a judge because I want to be picking those flowers off and flicking them out. Like, well, there won't be flowers in my hey, show. Don't be putting no flowers yeah. on my don't. I don't want a gardenia on the steak. If I see anything that could be growing in my grandmother's uh, hanging basket on her porch, <laughs> you're automatically disqualified. You're, you're out. You're out. And if anything is unfertilized, if that term even comes up, you're out. Wasn't that chick named Shay or something? I can find oh, her Oh, she, oh, I would like to. Oh. I've only, I've only been uh, two episodes in. Oh, they're so, so annoying. It's the, uh, it's the young couple. The, uh, the girl has, um, uh, like whitish hair and it's yeah. kind of shaved on the side. And I don't know if it's spiky, but it's very, it's tall, very yeah. tall hair. Yeah. And then her, um, dude friend, uh, is like tall and, and very thin and he's got his hair back and thinking of ponytail, black hair. Yeah. And, and they're just so annoying. They're just obnoxious. So obnoxious. And they're oh. arrogant and, uh, they, 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 I wouldn't. Yeah, their food didn't look fantastic. And like, oh, just because we're young, that's why we're in the bottom two. No, because you suck. It's not because you're young, because you suck. Suck. Big Again, pile of suck. It's not terrible, but I, th- I, th- I tell you, my two changes gonna yeah. be a top. And show. I love this show, even though with the flowers and the, these people, I, I get emotionally attached to these people. See, I don't. I know you don't. You're, you're, you're heartless. I have no feelings. You're, you're dead inside. I'm dead from the neck down. Some would say from the neck up as well. Uh, let's get to our snacks and drinks here on episode 128 of the 222 podcast. I texted Robbie that I was watching this, and he goes, I'm so glad you're watching it. And all I could think was, I've had you watch so many other things. The least I could do is watch this crummy <laughs> cooking show <laughs> yeah. for 10 hours. I was like, yay, I found something we can talk about. <laughs> so, all right, let's get to your uh, drink or snack. What do you want to start with? Let's do this drink. Okay, what do you I got? I know how I feel about this, but Starbucks. Okay. I know you don't know how you feel about it, because this thing has literally been in the fridge for uh, a year, I believe. And I, I really wanted to try it. And I think this is a revenge snack because it's real coconut water. Oh, you jerk. Yeah. So you're lucky. We just got it under the under, the, really? uh, under the wire. It uh, expires on January seventh, yes. twenty nineteen. God, yes. just under the wire. But real coconut water, real oh. fruit juice, black cherry lemonade. This was a revenge snack. I give it a one and a half. <laughs> it's it's wet. <laughs> oh, it's nice and pink, but it's cherry, uh, cherry, black cherry limeade. I'm just gonna give you a little. Yeah, bit. it's good. And it's by Starbucks. Oh God, <laughs> smell it. Oh, Robbie, why? Why do you do this? Because it's fun. There is no reason anything that smells like that should ever go in your mouth. <laughs> but it looks pretty. They'd reduce this and, and pour it over some sort of uh, Hawaiian rock no, on they that just, cooking show. They just sucked it out of a puddle. Good God, man. <laughs> it smells like dirt. It smells like dirt. At least, <laughs> at least the crap mocha brown suck thing that you brought first time from Starbucks. <sighs> Didn't uh, smell like this. It just tasted like dirt. Oh, this I don't even want. I, I have never wanted to not drink something <laughs> as much as this. this is, I don't know why I get these because I I know they're gonna. Yeah, be. but there's no way you could have thought it would be like this. No, this is bad. Like I, I, it's I, already expired. There's no way that's how it's supposed to smell. I knew this was gonna be bad, but I didn't know it was gonna be that bad. Okay, here we go. The the basement smelled better with the dudes and the Italian hoagies. I don't want to drink it. Did I go too high with one and a half? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Robbie, I'm, I'm really scared. <laughs> this, I've never done this before, but I don't think I'm going to drink it. It makes my tongue burn. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Just take a little bit. Oh, it tastes... <laughs> never mind. It's worse than bad medicine. <sighs> it smells worse than it tastes. It does, but it, t- it tastes horrible. Yeah, it tastes... Something's wrong. There was a terrible accident. I don't know how romaine lettuce gets recalled, but this is still on the shelf. Well, this is where the E. coli started. God. <laughs> Somebody spilled that on a lettuce somewhere <laughs> yeah. in California. Oh, that is awful. Just absolutely awful, Robbie. Okay, but my snack's going to make up for it. I sir, it, can't, it can't go downhill. Okay. So there's these chocolate bars for Christmas at Target, actually, and they're called Hammonds. But this one's called Pigs and Taters. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's bacon and potato chips, pigs and taters, <laughs> and the reason I like that it, would have been something about Mary too. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a second, Frank's and beans, pigs and taters, 
And the reason this is so cool, like, I like the old-fashioned chocolate bars. It looks like an old-fashioned chocolate bar. you have to open up, and you might get a golden ticket. It looks like a Willy Wonka. So I enjoy these. I was really upset when, like, the Hershey bar went plastic. (laughs) It's like a Willy Wonka had an Oompa Loompa accidentally (laughs) falling into the chocolate uh, factory. That's the pig. And they just were like, oh, well. Oh, look at that. It's nice. Is it blocked? It is blocked. All right, give me a block. There you go. Pigs Um, and taters. May I see the packaging, please? At least it doesn't smell like that drink. No, it's it's got that going for it. It smells great. Uh, I don't want to ruin it because we do want to take a picture of it. Milk chocolate with crispy bacon bits and potato chips. Mm-hmm. Hmm. First of all, I'm a big fan of milk chocolate. It's my favorite chocolate. It's a good chocolate. It's a very good chocolate. It's weird. I get the crunch, but I don't get the taste. No, I get more just like a crunch bar. Mm-hmm. Like it has the Rice Krispies in there. Yeah, I don't get the... I always want more salt. Like, I love a salt, like... Well, I like to taste the bacon. Mm-hmm. I could see the potato chips losing their flavor in there. Yeah. But the bacon should hold on to it. That's disappointing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not bad. No, it's good, but it, it, I, I want more chips and, ta- yeah. and, and More pig. chips and taters. <laughs> more pig and tater. All right. Um, mm. Let's get to... Uh, Let's do my drink first. Okay. Um, this is a Lining Kugel. They make the uh, the shanties. Mm-hmm. This is their Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. Ooh. Uh, this is something Julie wanted to try, so we picked it up. You know what? I did not bring back over here. A bottle opener. Bottle opener. So if you go grab that off the top of the. Uh... Oh. Oh wait, it's a twist. Oh. Problem solved. Either yeah. that or I'm just really strong. You're very strong. Thank you. Uh, I've been not working out. <laughs> I've been I've been laying down. <laughs> That's why. Um. Your so muscles are rested. This is where they're in <laughs> astrophy. Atrophy. <laughs> atrophy. Astrophy. I just combined a medical issue with an, a with a punctuation. Yes. Atrophy. I knew it was atrophy, and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Throw a random F in there, idiot. No, you got to clean your grill. Um, <laughs> this is their snowdrift pour. There's no ditty on here. It's it's a robust porter aged on real vanilla. Yeah. It's very, uh, very uh, bland. Very uneventful. Yeah, very uneventful. I'm, I, I get, like I like the shoe five pie better. I get no vanilla. No. Now I don't know if it's because we ate chocolate. Maybe it could be. It's maybe it, we'll have to revisit a little bit later. But I don't. I'll try it right before I give my grade. But yeah. I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. No, it's I just, drink it. It's not it, offensive. Again, if you're going to advertise vanilla, I want vanilla. I'm going to let you pick what we try here. <laughs> I've gone candy cane shopping. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is. Um. And I love these flavored candy canes because they're so much fun. Uh, we have two options. We can either go creamsicle, mm. which is orange and raspberry flavors. Okay. Or, and I think this is an obvious choice, Yeah. Klondike yeah. candy canes, which come in Neapolitan, mint chocolate, and cookies and Got cream. Got to the Klondike. I saw those when I first came in. I'm like, oh, what, I hope we're do? doing those today. For a Klondike bar. All right, let me open them up here. Um, by the way, these were all like two bucks. So oh. if you want to go do a little shopping. Yeah. Uh, what bad. would you like to start with here? Uh, let me do the uh, Neapolitan. Neapolitan. That, that, right. that really interests me. I think we're just going to share them. Yeah. Uh, we, we won't like Lady in the Tramp. It. We'll just we'll just break, <laughs> break off a piece. It. Yeah, yeah, break off a piece. Oh, there you go. Because it could be if we're going to eat the whole thing. I yeah. could, this is going to be a long show. Neapolitan. So Neapolitan obviously is the chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla, which I think is a very lazy ice cream to buy. Yes. Are you getting more? Oh, this is—I got the wrong one. Oh, I was gonna say this is minty. This is mint chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, this is minty. I, I'm not gonna say anything. My aim's a little off. Okay, we'll uh, do mint. This chocolate. is mint chocolate first. Why don't we do mint chocolate first? Uh, good idea. I get mint definitely right. coming through, and I get the chocolate. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like our gluten-free. In case you're wondering. Oh, well, thank God, because I'm nothing but a gluten-free guy. All right, this is the Neapolitan. It makes sense that the Neapolitan is pink. That would make sense. And the mint chocolate is green. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I'm, just, I'm tired. Yeah. It's been a week already. It is. All right. There you go. Okay. The problem is, I got candy cane stuck in my teeth. That's why I didn't chew it. I, I spit it out. I took... I should have done that. Oh. Oh. Is it minty? <laughs> it's not minty. Oh. I like that. I can tell. You're not hiding it. So. All right. How you doing? That was good. Let me go in here. Mm. 
Mm. I really, I really enjoy that. That is good. Really enjoy that. It's a lot of strawberry. Mm-hmm. You get the chocolate. It's it's heavy on the strawberry, which I don't mind. But it's like creamy strawberry. Yep. So that's where the vanilla comes and in. And you get the vanilla and the chocolate. That is good. Mm-hmm. That is that's a good, good candy cane. And finally, I'm going to learn from the master. Mm-hmm. The cookies and cream. Yeah. Um, now, last year, I believe I believe we tried the Oreo last we year. We did. And, and it was good. good. They were good. So this will be right along the same lines, I'd imagine, as the Oreo. Okay. Reach in there and grab that thank guy. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Oh, it's blue. It's blue, brown, and white. Whoa. This tastes like skunk. <laughs> I'm getting skunk. Aren't you getting skunk? It tastes like an ashtray. With, like, smells. Right? Like, what the hell? There's menthol in here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What the hell? That's not good. That tastes like skunk. I get no cookies. You know how when you get there's a skunk and it like ha- does its business right outside your house and you can taste it? What the hell? Yeah, that's no good. Oh. Come here, Neapolitan. How, I got to cleanse the palate. Oh, that's bad. Wait, all of a sudden, this porter's much better. <laughs> you much rather refresher? No. <laughs> All right, let's go through our ratings here. Oh man, I don't, we're gonna have to rate each candy cane separately. Yeah, because um, let's start with your with your just maybe. The, let's start with that abomination of a beverage. <laughs> there, there's no, zero. I, I I wouldn't drink that if that would save my life. <laughs> you were floating on a raft in the middle of the ocean. You could drink salt water or that. Listen, if that said you're guaranteed to lose eighty pounds by drinking it, I wouldn't drink it. I would keep the fat. I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no. <laughs> I'm so desperate right now. Uh, uh, it's Zero. awful. There's, there yeah. gets no. I mean, nothing. Here's why I'm, I'm going to give it a point five mm-hmm. because it tastes better than it smells. <laughs> That's the most positive <laughs> thing I could say about it. God bless you, because I there's oh we've had worse. We we have not much, but we've had worse. That's all right. Oof. Your snack. The uh, what was the name of the candy bar again? Pigs and taters. Pigs and taters. Hammond's chocolate. Pigs and taters. Um. Listen, it, it's good chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, I get no potato chip. Nope. I get no bacon nope. except the crunch. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hit this hard because I was really. I'm gonna go one and a half. One and a half. Chocolate was great, but I'm really disappointed. I think you're right. On one and a half is probably a good number because uh, while it's good chocolate, you're not buying it because it's a chocolate bar. Yeah, you're buying it from the novelty of getting the bacon and the potato chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to get bacon. Bacon is such an overwhelming flavor. I mean, yeah. there's so many times I, I don't like bacon and stuff for this for the one point of that it usually takes over takes over and, and dominates. Yeah. the flavor profile since mm-hmm. I've been watching that stupid show, um, and uh, it's a little just uh, invasive. It just takes over. So yeah. uh, you don't get any bacon on how you do that when you throw bacon and stuff. Uh, yeah. I'll give it like a one and a half. You're right. I agree. Uh, let's get to uh, my Lining Kugels Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. And listen, I'm going to hit this hard too. I- I'm tired of the- I'm tired of these people messing with me and advertising crap. There's no vanilla. I tried it again. It's very bland. I, I wouldn't even consider that a porter. I- like it's just not even. I'm going to go two below average. I wouldn't buy this. There's so many good porters out there right now. I, I just. I'm very disappointed. I, I a lot of times I, I don't mind some of their shanties now, like the grapefruit shanty I like a lot. Um, but a lot of times I think Lining Kugel stuff is kind of overrated. Um, and especially like if you want to get a vanilla porter, you taste it before you ship it, right? I mean, there's just no vanilla in there. <sighs> I mean, they've got these brewers who know what they're doing. I, I'm I'm disappointed in as well. I'll give it a one. Yeah, didn't like it at all. Uh, let's get to these candy canes. Let's go. Uh, wow, one for let's beer go, for you. I know. That hurt, didn't it? I didn't like it. I, <laughs> I'm not happy with myself. I'm yeah. going to wake up in the middle of the night in a cold yeah. sweat. I'll probably have to edit the show and change it. <laughs> um, let's start with uh, the one we ate first. Not the Neapolitan, but the mint chocolate. Mint chocolate, I'm going to go three. Um, it was good. I, I Actually, I went a little more chocolate, but I'll give it a three. Like I'll it. go three and a half. Uh, I don't mind the um, more mint than chocolate, uh, but you're right. A little more chocolate could help. I'll go... Uh, what did you go? Three. I went... You went three. three. I'm going three and a half. I think yeah. it's. I think it's pretty good. Uh, I don't hate it at all, and uh, I'm kind of rating on a curve here because of the last one. Let's go to Neapolitan. I'm going to go four. I'm with you on that. One of my favorite candy canes I probably have ever had. Um, it's just different, and it's good. I love it. Yeah, four. all the tastes are there. I completely agree. Uh, it's a four. Could even be a four and a half. It's excellent. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend you getting those simply for the Neapolitan. You'll like the mint chocolate, the cookies and cream, or uh, the skunk. The skunk, so, skunk and ashtray. I believe this is if your kid is bad. 
they get that candy cane. This is like coal in the yeah. stocking. So if you have three kids, you give them the best kid, you give them a Neapolitan. Yes. The kid that's just kind of eh, yep. you give them the the uh, the mint chocolate chip. And yep. the kid that's a big ass hat, yeah. you give them the- uh, Like the, the one that <laughs> all over your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that kid is- That kid, <laughs> that kid uh, my kid is getting the freaking cookies and cream. Suck on that, son. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a point five. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I go. I don't. I, yeah, point five. I mean, you know, I'm gonna give it a zero. Uh, yeah, it a, might be worse than that beverage. It's it's horrible. It's bad because you expect the sweetness and the goodness, and it's just a big letdown. Well, yeah, the Oreo. If you had the Oreo candy yep. canes, they're so good. Yeah, this was just this was awful. Stank. Absolutely awful. Yeah. All right. Those are our drinks and our snacks here on episode 128 of the 222 podcast. Uh, when I'm looking for stuff for the morning show, there are certain things that I just know I'm going to enjoy more than others. <laughs> and when I saw this story, not only did I know it would be great on the morning show, but I know I'd want to share it with you because you have a little kid right now. Mm -hmm. And one of the things as a parent you will realize, and I think you're probably getting to that point now because your kid's mobile, mm -hmm. is anything they can grab, they're going to put in their mouth. Oh, God. Yeah. So most of your life, is spent trying to swat things out of your kid's hand, mm -hmm. or if they get it in your mouth, now you got to make the hook with your finger, <sighs> and you got to get in there and up in their gums and yeah. around where their teeth are going to be, and try to find whatever's in there and pull it out before they swallow. Yeah, it. or yeah, and choke. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're constantly worried about that. Yeah, that is uh, that is the, one of the biggest fears at this age, uh -huh. as everything goes in the mouth. And uh, pediatricians obviously have to deal with that a lot because parents will, can panic when their kids eat something. Mm -hmm. So a bunch of pediatricians got together, about a half dozen, and they decided to see what effect swallowing the head of a Lego man <laughs> would have on the human body. Oh, my God. Now, these are scientists, and you'd think, well, how are they going to figure this out? Are they going to develop some sort of digestion system like an android that they would <laughs> shove it down the throat of this robotic digestion intestine thing and see what it does? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. They're willing to give up their own lives for science, Robbie. These six pediatricians <laughs> ate the head of a Lego man. What? The little yellow thing. Yeah. Yeah, they ate that to see how long it would take to get through their system and what repercussions there would be. But what if it didn't come, come out? out? What if it stayed in there? What if it had repercussions? Then who would help the children? So the primary goal of this research and the studies, uh, the study and the findings were reported in the Journal of Pediatrics and Child Health. So oh, thank God. This is a big deal. One of the goals of the research was to see how long it takes for a tiny toy like the Lego head to find its way through the human body. So the pediatricians swallowed the toys and then monitored their movements over the following days until they were able to locate the toy. We've all been there. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, and I was like 12, 13 years old, I was at the orthodontist. And you know the drills that they have, the, the uh, dentists? Yeah. The back of the drill, <gasps> because it's air-powered. Yeah. So you, you, I was hearing this, vzz, 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 and all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> and they're like, Mike, are you blowing a fire out in the grill? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Here the back of the air-powered drill popped off <gasps> and went down my throat. Like a Michael Jordan free throw. Like, didn't touch anything. Yeah, nothing went that. right down. <laughs> and I, my poor parents had to check my, hmm. How do you not own that, PD, that, that, that <laughs> dental know. office? If it was 2018, there yeah. would have been, been a nice settlement. Yeah, you would have. My, my braces and, and, and retainer would have been free. Yeah, and you would have had beautiful teeth. <laughs> now look at me. <laughs> um, but they swallowed these toys to see how long it went through. Uh, they uh, had to then come up with different terms, because this is a breakthrough study, ah. on what they were doing. So... The first term that they came up with, and they did this with uh, a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Here, uh, take a pen and paper, and I want you to write down the acronym for these terms. Okay. okay? And uh, people can play at home, so get yourself a pen and paper okay. and write down the acronyms. The first acro or the first um, term that they used was stool, hardness, and transit. Stool, hardness. So write down the acronym for that. Hardness. And what was the other one? And transit. <laughs> S H T. No. No. S A and you forgot the and. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> let the let the let the listeners play at home. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna need that pen. <laughs> uh, oh, so the next one is okay. Found. Okay. 
and retrieved time. <laughs> so they had some fun with it. That's good. The results, by the way, uh, the average time to pass the Lego head through the human body, 1.71 <laughs> days. Uh, there were no actual complications. Uh, the tiny plastic head had little no effect on the digestive tract of the participants. They were able to pass it without any issues, except for one gentleman who never found the toy. <laughs> <laughs> still in there. It could be still Can in there. Can you imagine getting an X-ray and you see a little Lego face like smiling at you? <laughs> Chris Pratt's character from the Lego movie. Now, if he swallowed the Batman head, I can see that getting stuck. Yeah, because of the ears. The ears. Yeah, this guy is very smooth. Yeah. And they, they feel like it probably went through okay. Yeah. He just maybe. What my wife and my mother have always told me is women are better at finding things. <laughs> so maybe. Honey. <laughs> Help me out here. Come here. Lend lend, lend a brother a hand. Um, <laughs> they never found the uh, back of the drill. Really? That could still be inside me. That explains a lot. <laughs> that's my, what's wrong with my back. Yeah, that's in your back now. <laughs> it's finally it just started, its, it's way just through. drilling through your body. Uh, what, if they, uh, what if they developed a taste for it? <laughs> <laughs> like they go out and they buy their uh, nephew or, or son a Lego set. Christmas morning, the kids open it up, and there's no heads on the Lego people. They can't go through the Lego aisle at Target. Yeah. <laughs> they're just ripping them open. Yeah, they're <laughs> foaming at the mouth like they got rabies. They, they go to see uh, the new movie, The Grinch, and there's a Lego movie uh, 2, the second part trailer, oh, yeah. uh -huh. and they just attack the screen. They start eating their way through the screen. Uh, stool see, hardness and thing, transit. See, <laughs> found in retrieve time. See, that's the thing, though. Kids aren't just eating one. No, they're eating numerous ones. So they should have ate like six. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You really want the study to be accurate. Yeah. Eat six. Yeah, get full. Yeah. And eat the and, and eat the legs, too. They're not just stopping. They're, at not, the, they're not just having the heads. No, they're not just going, yeah. like, oh, head, and then they're going to put the rest of the body down. The whole thing's going down. I said, well, or what about a block? Yeah. The blocks are they're, that's edible, be, too. Yeah, that's not going to be fun, though. The, oh, you know, that's going to be yeah, on the, on the, you on think the, Mexican, the re entry. You think Mexican's hard on you. <laughs> You're going to need a protective shield on that one. It's like coming back into the atmosphere. You're going to burn up. Uh, real quick here. <sighs> Forbes loves to do this. They love their lists. And oh, uh, do they do Forbes. their lists from June 1st of one year to June 1st of the next year. So the uh, top paid <coughs> TV hosts of 2018, mm -hmm. June 1st, 2017 through June 1st, 2018. Coming in fifth, Steve Harvey. Hmm. He made $44 million <laughs> between his daytime talk show, Steve, which had its first season last year. It's been renewed for a second season. He also hosts Family Feud along with three other game shows. So $44 million for Steve Harvey. In fourth place. I find him very annoying. I, I don't, he's, a, I, he's very good on Family Feud. Um, he works, dude works hard. I agree. Yeah. I and mean, he hosts a radio shoot show too, I believe. But I just, I don't, not my sense of. Not my sense. Of I think he's fantastic on Family Feud. Yeah. Um, number four, Ryan Seacrest. Well, that guy does everything. Seventy-four million dollars. Again, he hosts a morning show out in L.A. Of course, he got the American Idol gig back. He hosts uh, Live with Kelly and Ryan, and he's a producer on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And he's one of the hardest working guys. Yeah. I mean, he flies coast to coast yep. to do this, yep. to do stuff. Like and, him or not, dude works really yeah. hard. Doctor Phil McGraw comes oh. in third, seventy-seven point five million dollars. Well, let me help you get through the refresher. <laughs> that doesn't taste like cookies and cream at all. I like the skunk candy cane. Somehow I made $77.5 million. Wow. He's, why does he sound, when we do it, why does he sound like the dad on uh, <laughs> on that one cartoon that used to follow that used to follow the Simpsons? Oh. Uh, King, King of the, of the Hill. Hill. Sounds like the dad on yeah. King of the Hill. Uh, he is a uh, host on his show. He's obviously uh, uh, also a producer on a couple shows like The Bull, The Doctors, and Daily Mail. And even though he's not a practicing doctor, he co-founded Doctors on Demand, an app that connects people with psychologists and physicians. So $77.5 million Jeez. in third place. In second at $87.5 million is Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. She made history this year. She became the first woman to make $20 million for a stand-up special. That's wow. going to be on Netflix. She also gets uh, a lot of cash from her talk show, as well as producers, uh, being a producer on Little Big Shots, splitting it up together. She has all kinds of different products and different stores all across the mm -hmm. country, and she has her Ellen Game of Games, which is a lot of fun to watch. She is very fun. She's very fun. Her I don't mind her show. No, her what? show is, is very good. And again, I like it because it's just... 
what it's advertised. It's fun. It's a talk show. It's a talk show. It's no light. politics. Nope. No, you know, stupid stuff. It's yep. all just fun and charity and, and yep. the she dancing. gives a lot back to her uh, to I, her viewers. I, Ellen DeGeneres, I applaud you. And the I love the celebrity interviews are fun. She's when she does stuff with them, like scares them and yeah. stuff. It's a lot of fun. And your number one, a hundred and forty-seven million dollars. Hmm. I don't know. Judge Judy. What? Judy Scheinland. Now she normally makes forty-seven million a year just for doing her show, but she's been doing that show for more than two decades. So do that math on your own. This year she added an extra one hundred million because she sold the rights to her Judge Judy reruns. She made a hundred million dollars on that. A hundred and forty-seven million for Judge Judy. I have never watched more than three minutes of Judge Judy in my life. Judge Judy, Robbie's mouth is a gape. <laughs> Robbie's mouth is an apostrophe right now. I, I don't even know what to say to that. That's amazing, isn't it? $147 million in the last year. I got nothing. What surprises you more? That a Lego head takes 1.71 days or that Judy Scheinlin made $147 million? Definitely Judy. Wow. What would you rather do? Eat a Lego head or watch Judge Judy? Eat a Lego head. <laughs> I think I might be with you on that one. <laughs> That's episode 128 of the 222 podcast. Uh, next week, I don't see how we don't have some stories because uh, this coming weekend or la last Saturday, since this post on a Monday, is uh, the beer fest down in Valley Forge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to us. Yes. <laughs> it's always a fun time. Always. And my favorite part, we haven't even been there yet, but I've been so excited about this because it's just so silly. When I saw it advertised, they're having Santa Claus oh. at the beer fest. I feel so bad for the Santa already. Oh, that Santa's going to get puke. How many? Now, forget about that. Beer he he probably isn't going to get anything on him. But just having that many drunk idiots around you at one time isn't going to be a good time for a sober Santa. It's not like they have, like, like 20-pound kids sitting on your lap. No. They're going to have 250-pound men like me sitting on his lap. <laughs> you know what I mean? After a few beers, too. Yeah. So I'm going to be probably, like, you know, a lot of beer in me. Might be 265. Hey, Santa. How you doing? Hey. You got a purr of mouth. You know, I'd like another beer for Christmas, as a matter of fact. Uh, <laughs> Where's the missus? What do you want to uh, What do you want to tell these people uh, how they can get a hold of us and uh, where they can find the show? Okay, so you can find us on Facebook, as always. Share, like, uh, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. On Twitter, at Mike and Robbie. And the old-fashioned email, 222 uh, at 222MNR at gmail.com. And where can they find us? Oh, that too. Find us on the Apple Podcast app you if go. you have an iPhone, uh, on Podbean if you want to download that on the iPhone or Android device, mm -hmm. and on the Reading Eagle app, and the newest addition to our family, the TuneIn app. Yep, the TuneIn app, the same place you listen to the uh, WEU Morning Show and all the other good stuff up there on 8.30 a.m. WEU. It is the same place you can now get 222. So lots of good stuff up there. Uh, Robbie, what do you want to say to these folks uh, here for another week of 222? Don't drink Starbucks refreshers. And don't eat the Klondike uh, cookies and cream candy. No. Actually, you know what? Eat them. Because someone come with us. Maybe we got a bad batch. Yeah, maybe. Because how can the first two be that good and the last one be that crappy? Uh, people don't taste this stuff. I think they just put it out. It's a wonder. Have a wonderful week, everybody. We'll talk to you next week here on the 222 Podcast.